0: Welcome back to the third episode of... Bean Stuff. And today we are talking about the mystery of decaf coffee. That's and, right. Uh,
1: it's not always been a I'm not sure if it is a mystery, but it
0: seems like it. Well, it made a good title. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, so what did we talk about last week? Grinders last week. Well was, yes. Yes, I had a few questions about it. I was quite
1: surprised I've, what people were thinking about.
0: Yeah, and that brings up a good point. If you have any questions, feel free to re- reach out to us on, on Twitter at bean underscore stuff or on Facebook at beanstuff um, or beanstuff.com and get links to all of that. Um, that's enough plugging though. Good, good. Um, so yeah, so last week we were talking about grinders and I already have a question, but I think I'm going to be jumping ahead if I ask okay, it now. Okay. So let's jump right into it. Decaffeinated coffee. I, I have what I think is an obvious reason why, mm-hmm. but give me a why? why. Why do they make decaf?
1: Why did they make decaf? There's, there's a number of uh, reasons decaf is, is is becoming even more popular than it was 10 years ago. Uh top of the head would be medical. Uh sleep if you want to get to sleep, don't mm-hmm. go to decaf. Um anxiety. Sometimes your doctor will say you need to lay off the the, the, the caffeine, the coffee, which always sort of annoys me a little bit mm. because they don't say lean you know, get off the chocolate
0: sugar, Mountain salt. Dew,
1: which has way more caffeine than coffee. So, you know, mm. it's an interesting I wish they would broaden it out a little bit and just say don't have any chocolate. Mm. Anyway. So sleep, um, anxiety um there's just in some ways there's just a lack of estate coffees there's not as many so many to choose from and that for some that that makes uh makes it a little little harder
0: well let me start with this question I, this might be a really silly question mm-hmm. but you talked about different estate coffees and things can you grow decaffeinated coffee <laughs> i
1: there's sort of a rumor myth but there's some truth to it as well um i believe i'm thinking like Two thousand and four, mm. they someone decided they had been able to grow a decaffeinated tree, which we'd always joked about. Um, <laughs> but it sounds like scientists are trying to do that. I don't think they're quite there. Certainly not production-wise to to do it
0: yet. Oh, and I wonder what the quality would be like on a genetically uh, changed tree.
1: Yeah. Well, they're hoping it's not a genetic. They hope it's a, it's a, they found this tree that already does it naturally, and then they will use that. But. The quality, those are good questions. I mean, mm. just, and how much can you produce from one tree? Because well, one tree lot. only does like, you know, one pound of coffee. <laughs> it's not much.
0: <laughs> well, and how much, so how much of the world's coffee is decaf? How much? It's a good question. Like percentage of
1: production. Yeah. yeah. Uh, probably, I mean, if you're for a roaster, typically it's 10% or less. So I would think probably in the world, it's probably some similar sort of statistics of 10% perhaps.
0: Do you roast a decaf every day? Uh, we do
1: actually. I mean, I say, you know, sometimes it's just five pounds. Sometimes mm. it's 20, sometimes it's 40. But uh, it's, as I say, it's only 10% of our whole day would be decaf.
0: Gotcha. So you, you're you seeing a little bit more decaf though recently or or in the last little bit.
1: That's right. And there's a number of reasons why that's beginning to increase. Um, it's interesting. I was reading the other day about, I guess, the baby boomers. I'm um, not really sure what period that's in. But <laughs> but 18 to uh, 24 age group have are increasing their intake of coffee, almost more so than caffeine at, at this moment. It's going to equalize out again. Mm. Um, but there's been a, a real boom. I think that's that's mainly due to... You've got specialty coffee but then you've got within that quality and I think that has been the big player that's driving now that you can have a good decaf that tastes good and that's not always been the case.
0: And would you say that that kind of of points towards people enjoying coffee for coffee and not necessarily having coffee as a means to wake yourself up or stay awake, It's, it's people are actually starting to enjoy the coffee itself. I think so because I, they want to be able to drink it all the time now, right? And not be limited by, by you know uh, not going yeah. to sleep or whatever.
1: That's right. And I, I think very much so because the quality has gone up. Um, that's increased their ability to enjoy the coffee. Mm. Then you've got the roasters who have sort of we've always sort of oh decaf I guess we've got to do that, um, but now it's um, we're learning how to to roast your coffee the decaf which is a different bean. It's gone through. It's gone through a different country. It's gone to mm. its origin, then it's gone to somewhere else, then it's come to us. It's gone through dehydration, de- re-dried. It's done a lot of things have happened to it. It's a much softer bean, not so much oil. Therefore, you've got to roast it differently. And if you mm. take the, the the care and the attention, you can get a pretty good decaf coffee.
0: Well, and what's funny? So real quick, I I was on Twitter last night, mm-hmm. um, about one a.m. in the morning. Whoa! And yeah, before I, or after the run. That was after running. Okay. Um, okay. And I found this guy on Twitter, and uh, his, his handle on Twitter is decaf mm. underscore a underscore nation. So it's decaf a nation. Mm. Anyway, he, he, all of his stuff is dedicated mostly to decaf coffee, and he's deeply passionate about it. So as you're talking about kind of this resurgence of, mm-hmm. of, of, mm-hmm. of, of passion or almost, almost just like for the first time in a sense, quality decaf coffee. Mm. Um, I thought of him last night, and I thought, "Oh man, you know, there's another another indicator of mm-hmm. people really getting excited about it."
1: Yes, because people like him and whoever the even the way you prepare coffee, whether it's caffeinated or not, there's been so much work put into how you extract, how much time, what the weight, what the ratio is. Mm. That uh, especially the caffeinated coffee is good and better, but so is caffe- uh, decaffeinated. suddenly becoming a, a better coffee. Um, because not only you're roasting better now, the people are preparing it um,
0: even better than they used to, so that just you know, sets it apart one more time. And to kind of change our focus a little bit, but what I, oh man, there's so many things I want to say mm. all at once. The the process of decaffeination, mm. and the, my first question is, does that happen pre roast or post roast?
1: All oh, right, um, or both? It, no, no, it happens pre roast before we even get the green bean green bean into the to the roastery.
0: Okay, so it's not something a roaster is going to be doing.
1: Not typically, unless you're a big player and you could do that. No, I don't, <laughs> know, I don't know of any. What you can do more these days is have your coffee that you have from your supplying your farmer, mm. and you can get it sent to be decaffeinated, a certain you know, 20 bags or, or whatever, you a container of, of your many containers of coffee. I want that much decaffeinated, please. So you can get a little more specific.
0: Gotcha. So what are some... Well, I. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. There's not many methods of decaffeinating coffee, correct? There's not a lot it's a that are that are yeah. largely used, right. like it's massive, true. yeah, that's like right. mass production. Four or five of decaffe- that I know
1: of. There's probably a lot more, but yeah. Which
0: is kind of, I don't know. To me, that's kind of amazing. There's there's only a couple ways to skin the cat. <laughs> um, but so what are what are the what are the major players in decaffeinating coffee? There, are there major, yeah, like major yeah. methods people use?
1: I mean, if you break it down, there's sort of, I guess there's two types, two methods that are used. Mm-hmm. And one of the methods, unfortunately, has a chemical name, so people naturally go, ooh. I don't not a go, very marketable Not so process. marketable. Whereas you go to the water process that, that nowadays people know a lot more about, and it's much more tolerated the name, it's much more, sounds so much so what, better. So
0: what's, what is the chemical name?
1: The chemical, there's two the The, the biggest one is uh, methylene chloride, and I told <laughs> you, it's got a chemical sounding name
0: <laughs> That sounds like something, of, like a murderer when you oh. use <laughs> <Some> <laughs> Or in <or> a <laughs> chemist
1: lab yeah, well, I guess some people thought even think of using decaf, it probably is murder in a sense but to uh, the right. coffee. Okay. But no, it's not at all and there's the other part, Is the other one is uh, ethyl acetate which is similar. The interesting, like, um, ethyl acetate, it's naturally known as a, a natural coffee. When I say natural, it's just produced naturally in the environment, and plants produce it.
0: But it's been given a big, scary name. It's
1: been, well, the reason it's got a bit of a scary name is because you can't go to that many flowers and get that much... um. Oh. ethyl acetate out you've got to produce it in some way
0: so it's more of an extract in a sense like it's yes, a reduced yes, version so you get
1: 50 gallons of it rather than whatever ounces you're going to get it, from but it flour. is
0: naturally harvested or is it or is it
1: it's chemically a little bit more reproduced, reproduced in that way wow. but but that's why they can say on the label it's it's natural in terms of it comes from a nat- it is a natural producing <laughs> product
0: <laughs> i feel like i need to get my periodic table of elements out you probably should you probably should <laughs> see not if a bad I can idea lo- see if I can locate some of that so so there's those two methods. There's the water method. Can we kind of go through each one of those three? Sure. Um, let's start with the What does it go
1: through two of them? That's probably enough because they, they both have very similar. So
0: are both chemical ones kind of a very similar Similar,
1: process? yeah. That's slightly different, but So similar. let's go through
0: the chemical process first, which in some sense is not chemical because one is semi-normally natural-ish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's go through that. Wait, well, I should say... Uh, uh, yeah.
1: It's interesting, you get to the end of the the decaffeinated process of the the methylene chloride Uh and you will find you only have uh, one uh, part per million that's left of of the methyl chloride, chloride left in the coffee. You're allowed, just for safety reasons from the, the drug administration, they would say you're allowed 10 parts per million. There's one part per million. I mean, this is, you, you, you can't find the stuff. It's not there, basically.
0: And it's not going to kill you if you have no. one part per it million.
1: They say it won't kill you. You have 10 parts per million. <laughs> Fair enough. So there you go. So you have
0: 10 times the amount of coffee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the, the chemical process, is it scary? Is it, is it as bad as the name sounds?
1: Uh, no, I don't think so, no, no, basically they both use solvent um, um, and, and basically they're trying to strip something away, it's like, um, what's the one, acetone, you use, people use it on fingernails to get rid of the nail polish, mm. it's a solvent, gets rid of the nail polish, so, and this is really what, what, what the methyl chloride, that's what it's doing, it's getting rid of the caffeine.
0: Wow so so how so I am a decaffeinating plant mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. a plant I guess a factory or whatever <laughs> right yes <laughs> you give me your green coffee yes, what do I now do with it I dump it in a vat oh okay what, yeah
1: what does that look like uh, I mean I'm not a chemist and I don't work in these industries so i don't I, I know the basics but you're right. Basically, you drop the beans into a vat, a large vat, where it's just soaked, soaked um, with steam or hot water, because mm. they want to expand it, want to increase the size, therefore the surface area gets bigger, so now they can get chemical, the chemical, and don't, don't be off-put by that word, mm-hmm. into the bean, so they can, the chemical they can like be like a magnet, attract the caffeine, and they can take the caffeine out.
0: Wow. And so, it's a there, m-
1: bit way more to it than that. But I'm just that's what I'm saying. At a
0: fifty thousand foot level, though, it looks somewhat like that. So you're dumping yes. the beans into a vat. And you are. I mean,
1: if you wanted to, you could probably say it looks from that that angle, that distance, it probably looks like a giant washing machine.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're
1: putting your clothes in. got right. All this water water, and it's just soaking. I don't know about the surface area changing of the clothes. I hope they don't because you know <laughs> they probably. They might always shrink. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps that's not a good but, illustration. But,
0: yeah, I think I get what you're saying. So so it soaks it, and, and is that kind of it? Like they just literally soak Basically, it a couple times? What they've found
1: is the, for instance, the, the, the methylene chloride um, and also actually the ethyl acetate, they are very selective, very specific, and they go for the caffeine. Really? It's sort of, I don't say it's like in a blood disease where someone's just, you know, it's some just. Targeting certain parts of your blood and so pulling it, it out.
0: The actual chemical itself is specifically targeting caffeine. Yes, exactly. That blows my mind. And yeah,
1: and then they do a few other things of soaking, getting it all out again, and so that, yeah, there's a process to get the beans out
0: back of, to yeah
1: get the beans separated now. get the chemicals separated out, keep the beans, and then send them on to to us.
0: Wow, and. When they've gone through that process, do they? If I have, so I sent you some green beans to do that with, and I kept some. If mm. I looked at yours, what you had done after the decaffeination oh, right. mm-hmm. process, do they look different from the other ones? They do the normal.
1: They do look very different. And really? whatever
0: method you use,
1: whether you use the Swiss water, whether you use the chlor, they're going to look different. They're going to look like the con- they're little tan. They've been soaked and they've gone mm. through a process, and, they ha- and therefore they've been leached in some ways, and therefore they they change the color. Their typical. If you've seen a green coffee seed, Mm. it it looks very green. Um, (laughs) Hence the name. Hence the name. (laughs) But it goes through that process and it goes more tanny. It changes. And as you go through the roasting process, you've got to roast it very different because you cannot rely now on colour. Not that you can really only rely on colour when you're roasting anyway, but decaf is is just a different animal and you've got to do different things.
0: So you could roast the decaf coffee for the same amount of time as a caffeinated coffee, and the color may be different. Yes, the
1: color will be different.
0: Wow. You're not going
1: to get these signs that when it's a roaster you're looking for you're looking for oil. Mm-hmm. Um we don't really want oil, but with but as the bean enlarges and increases in size, um things go on and if it's got less oil in there to start with, less water in there to start with, it's going to change how quickly it roasts, how quickly it develops uh, in the roaster. Typically I mean, there's different ways to go about that, but we mm. would look at, therefore, think, okay, I'm getting decaf into my roaster machine now. Uh, I'm going to start at a lower temperature.
0: And I know that, like, you use roast log, Yes. Um, which tracks your... Tracks, like, the, the time it takes mm-hmm. as well as the temperature of the coffee mm-hmm. and, and graphs it for you. Yes. And, and so... If you were to look at those two side by side, one for a caffeinated, one for a decaffeinated, mm-hmm. the caffeinated and decaffeinated would look different as far as like they might be a shorter amount of time. Temperature might also be different. Is that? It, not so much. It no? could be. It will. I
1: mean, it will be. I mean, yeah, every bean you put in, whether it's caffeinated or not, whether it's a Brazil or Guatemala, mm-hmm. it, it, it's going to be different how it plays out because every bean is unique. And therefore, it's going to be the density, the size, the altitude of the bean, it changes. Decaffeination just changes a little more and you've got to be more careful.
0: Wow. And here, I don't know if this is a really good question or if it's just my brain (laughs) doing something. But do you ever have a blend? Where you say I like the flavor of that decaf coffee, mm-hmm. I I want that flavor added to my caffeinated Whoa. coffee. So you're mixing purely for the flavor aspect.
1: That's interesting. And
0: you question. mix both together to then mm-hmm. have to. I mean, I could yes. assume that'd be a roasting
1: challenge. Not, uh, yeah. Well, it's a challenge. Like I say, with density of bean, that's a challenge. Just with caffeinated, let alone bringing in the roast and the decaffeinated. Mm. Um, part into it as well. The closest I've ever got to that, we have two Sumatras at mm-hmm. work. One is a caffeinator, one is a decaffeinator. This one is particularly happens to be the Swiss water
0: process Is it one. the same Sumatra both times? Yes.
1: One, oh, so one pre... Like I'm saying, the yeah. company we've got it through, I don't know who got that through, uh, Inter-American I think it was, they took, they got a, They get a lot of coffee and they sent a certain amount every two months or so, they sent mm. a certain amount to get decaffeinated. Wow. We got some of that, I put it in the sample roaster, tasted it, thought, wow, if you like Sumatra, you're going to love this. Hmm. I tasted the, the caffeinated one that they, we, had, we already had, and it t- I went, wow, this was really good. Just a moment. I can't tell the difference. So what I did, just to make wow. sure I wasn't making this up, the next cuppings, we have cuppings free cuppings every Friday, 9.30, hmm. and I decided, aha, uh-huh, I know what I'm going to do. So I put two coffees out, the caffeinated and the decaffeinated Sumatra, blind, so no one knew which, was, which one it was. Yeah. I didn't even tell them one was decaffeinated. And they were slurped away and did all our cupping, acidity and body and all that stuff we did. (laughs) Yeah. And then I said, OK, which one do you like? And sort of a very subjective question. As as cuppers, we don't really like to ask too many subjective questions. And, uh, well, blow me. (laughs) 50-50. No way. And it was so close. They said, well, if I had to say, I'd go this one or this one. But they said, there's not much difference. Voila. Things have changed from 10 years ago when you would know the difference between those two coffees. Part you know partly I'm, I just it makes me think partly why there is a used to be a difference mm. it's not that long ago, is that decaffeinated you think ah uh, it's not the fad it's not what we're into it's that's not that's not what it's about, hmm. um so you would get pretty poor green beans grown on the farm oh let's just decaffeinate those
0: so there wasn't a there wasn't a priority no that's or right. a, as much of a consideration for the actual decaf no,
1: portion of coffee exactly but now. They are doing so much care at the farm that it's at the product the starting product is good and that's that's where you, we all coffee what you right. taste in the cup it's the farm where it starts and if they do a good job there you've got a second player the roaster who now needs to do a good job because mm. he could ruin the farmer by just I don't care If the farmer does a good job the roaster does a good job you've still got another player who could ruin the whole thing <laughs> I call them the barista. the person at home or the person at your shop whatever you go to Mm -hmm. where they could take the great work of the farmer the wonderful work of the roaster and the way they pour it the way they the temperature the water whatever they do it now tastes horrible no matter how good the bean started
0: and it's almost like from coffee or from tree to cup the, that, that, that path or that chain is only as good as its weakest link. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Um, True. And it can be messed up at any portion of that. And mm-hmm. you mentioned a couple times about the Swiss water process oh. and I'm assuming that's the water process we talked that's about That's right. There's,
1: there's a few different ones out there. There's, there's a Mexican water process. There's there's a few different ones out there. Mountain water process. Swiss is the more commonly known one.
0: So Swiss is not just a name for every water process. No. It's just a It's more a specific. It's
1: more popularized. It's, it's a specific um one that has been uh that painted and so forth and it's done in certain areas and you can only do it in certain places we mm-hmm. i think we get ours done in canada actually a lot of decaffeination now is it
0: swiss water process
1: it's the word swiss oh swiss water process when you called. get is
0: swiss water process we do but now. done in canada
1: done in canada yes. so it's the process it's not done in not, Switzerland.
0: Not, i mean it's not like champagne no, no. It, it doesn't have to be done in Switzerland. No, it doesn't. No, no.
1: That, again, that's the, been the difficult thing with decaffeination, of sending it somewhere someone else. The cost goes up suddenly, because you've got oh. to get another second place to send it to right. and get it back to you, yourself again. Um, most is done outside the United States, actually. That's where I'm roasting coffee. Mm. There's a few that do it. There's a few places you could get it done in the States.
0: Wow. So what does the Swiss water process look like?
1: The um, Swiss water process is... Uh, <sighs> um, it's I mean, the first thing. It's it's a water based. So you know, twenty five percent of coffee is soluble in, in water, and they use that to the advantage.
0: Now, and does that twenty five percent include the cherry, or is that just no, the green that, bean? That's
1: the green bean. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I say it right at the start. I've looked at this a few times. I've looked mm-hmm. at the. I've Googled Swiss water process. I've talked. Tried to talk to the 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 Swiss water people. And after 10 years, uh, I'm still a little confused, to tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the um, I'll say it up front, the basis of it seems what I used to learn in science was osmosis. That seems to be the, the sort of overriding principle here. Mm. You get an equilibrium and the fluids don't change from one container to other with a filter in between because they're equalized. But you get, take the equilibrium away and they will start moving from one container to the other, just the pressure. Hmm. I, I, I don't understand all that totally. <laughs> but um, the uh, basically, I'm going to give it a shot.
0: Yeah, I'll I try. mean, it's more than we already know.
1: Oh, oh, well, that's good. Well,
0: and if you know something that we get yeah. wrong, let us know. that's <laughs> yeah, true, true.
1: All those, yeah, good. Uh, basically, uh you soak the Arabica. There's Arabica and Robusta. We can talk about that another day. you yeah. know, we should talk about Arabica and Robusta just at this moment. We'll do, a, we'll, we'll do a little hit on it. Yeah. And then maybe we'll hit. go a
0: little deep dive into it later. In another Caffeine episode.
1: decaffeinated. Um, if you get Robusta, which is one of the, the species getting back into the, the green beans and mm. where they come from, what the plant is. You've got two main players, Arabica and Robusta.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And robusta just naturally has twice as much caffeine.
0: But that's also what like instant coffee is made from. Right? A lot
1: of instant coffee is made from robusta because it's, it's cheap. It's cheaper. It doesn't taste quite as good. It's, it's got a, a robust flavor. <laughs> it's very robust. <laughs> yes. Whereas arabica is grown a high altitudes. I don't want to go into all that right now. But what I'm just saying is arabica that special coffee uses almost exclusively uh not totally but exclusively is is half the amount just to start with on the mm. plant of caffeine than you would have uh with robusta if you drink a glass a cup of of instant coffee and a cup of uh espresso mm. you can have more in the instant coffee coffee cup because it's just it's got that much to start with
0: which is kind of mind boggling because i would i i would laymanly Assume that an espresso, because it's stronger, has more caffeine and all that kind of stuff. But it's actually going to the caffeine content doesn't really change on the way you make it, or is that not true?
1: No, not yeah. I mean, it's something. It's not it, as it, drastic. No roasting process. It's got such a high volatile. You know, you know, it starts to disappear in 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 you know it gets go into mm. gases, whatever, you can't get it at a higher temperature. If you did get that high in a roaster, you'd be on fire. <laughs> you don't want that in a roaster. the worst thing a roaster could ever think about.
0: So you take your Arabica coffee.
1: So you take... Oh, that's and, what I was saying, yeah. Yeah,
0: and we, we're soaking it in water? Yes, yep, yep. And, so much like the chemical process, but just minus the yeah, chemical. That's, that's probably that's probably true. Interesting.
1: And uh, basically, uh, all the soluble components and um, come out, including the caffeine... And what they then do, this is where I get a little confused here, but uh, the beans are discarded, um, that they've had in there, they discard the beans, they don't completely get rid of them because they come back at one stage, Hmm. they're going to put the fluid, I think they've got a name for it, I think it's called green coffee extract. The fluid's gonna go back in at some stage, less the
0: caffeine. That's what they're trying to
1: do. So they isolate it first.
0: Wow. So they're actually taking out more than caffeine. They're taking a lot of things out, Ex- and then from that yes, liquid, yes. taking out just the caffeine, then reinfusing yeah. all the components back to the bean. And it's all done
1: with natural filters, it's all done with as I say, osmosis, so there's no and there's no chemicals, like I was talking about the, the last process, of solvents coming in to attract like a magnet, this is done more you can take 8 to 10 hours of this continual process going on until they detect there's no caffeine left in the fluid, and then they take that fluid, I believe, and then they put that back into the bean Sounds like they only employ wizards. Basically, basically. <laughs> the good news is they do a great job, they do. Yeah.
0: Um, now, do you do, would you have a preference as someone who's hmm. tasted both, or yes. is it so circumstantial to where it's it it, it really depends on like the coffee? Um, and I guess let me refine the question. Yeah. Let's say you get a really good decaf or a, a really good coffee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You take the same coffee, you decaffeinate right. it via the chemical process, mm-hmm. and then you take an, another portion decaffeinate it versus you know in the Swiss process. Mm-hmm. Come back together. Is there going to be a flavor you like? better or is it going to be more or less they could both be good fortunately i think it's going to be close yeah
1: but my this is my personal preference don't hit me (laughs) (laughs) but i think actually the chemical named process the methylene chloride actually at the bottom of the day when i cut them i like it's got some negatives to it as well but it's got got a more closely related to the conventional coffee that mm. I've tasted. I wonder if it's the if that process I tried to explain but didn't do very well of the Swiss water is um, just the integrity of the bean. Things have been in and out of that bean and it's just, not. It's, some of the natural ingredients have come out as well. I didn't mm. mean to but it did and trying to put them back in the bean it's sort of worked, like I said, the Sumatra, which is Swiss water versus the conventional, it worked perfectly and it was really good.
0: Well, and 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 we had had a Honduras recently that was really oh, good. Yes, like, yes. to the point where I woke up in one morning and I said, I want to have Honduras because wow, I just liked it. Yeah. Was that Swiss or was that chemical?
1: That one was Swiss. Now, that's an interesting question. We used to have a lot more of the methyl chloride, partly because it's cheaper. And the reason why methyl chloride is a little cheaper... Well, it sounds like it's less of a process. It less, it's a process. And the good thing about that, they, they can sell... Because you're decaffeinating it. You've got this thing left over called caffeine. Mm. And they can then sell that on. And you sell it on to pharmaceuticals particularly. You sell it on to soft drinks who want to put caffeine into their drinks.
0: um,
1: Which brings the price, because they can sell it on. They get more money. They can make the the original product a little less. Whereas, I think I asked once the the Swiss water, and they said, you know, what what do you do with the leftover caffeine? And uh, they burn it really because they don't want anything to do with with chemicals so they wouldn't want to start using it in chemical process and because to do it again you'd have to put methyl chloride in to track the you would have to go through the chemical process and now extract
0: it from the liquid
1: yeah and suddenly you've got this whole thing over again and they don't want anything to with chemicals which is good but it does increase the price
0: interesting they burn it
1: yeah big big yeah and big some, barrels
0: of something
1: yeah and they, it they just wow. burn it up It's I, I haven't seen it done but it must
0: be a, I wonder what it smells like that would be... Burning like, caffeine. Yeah. Like, if you're too close to the fire, do you start getting a really I fast don't... heart? <laughs> <and> just... <laughs> don't breathe the smoke. You'll start getting really awake. It's possible. I know caffeine itself
1: is colorless and odorless. You don't even see it. You can't smell caffeine. Which is another point of you say, oh, this drink this must have a lot of caffeine in it. No, 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 no. You can't smell or taste caffeine.
0: It like, uh, <laughs> doesn't work that way. Well, I remember you used to have a little vial, I think. Maybe I'm wrong, but of caffeine, like...
1: Oh, extract, Like I a be- powder. Yes. And it
0: was like... You had a teaspoon of that, and you could die. Yes,
1: and it was like very, very, very All concentrated. <laughs> yes, yes, I, yeah, I agree. I, you wanted the chemistry class I went to on coffee. He had a big vial of this, and he he didn't want us to taste it because we would we would definitely um, not do well with that.
0: No, that's crazy. So we've gotten kind of a good idea of somewhat of the process, yes. somewhat of what it looks like to get decaffeinated coffee. Farmer has to do a little bit more, sending it out. You have to do a little bit more to get it, Mm -hmm. to buy Mm -hmm. it. This costs a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, Swiss water process is putting on big bonfires. (laughs) 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 Um, And so kind of the tail end of that is your part of it. uh, Other than obviously us drinking it, that kind of stuff. Roasting challenges. And this, I I would assume is similar for both decaffeinated Mm -hmm. coffees. It's more Mm -hmm. of a generally decaffeinated coffee Mm -hmm. has some extra roasting challenge or it's just, it's different. What are some of those, what are the roasting challenges? You
1: right, find? which I sort of alluded to before about lower starting temperature. There's, that's what, I, I, roasting, I love the thought of it's a science and it's an art. So you've got your logs and you're, you're sort of calculating what the temperature is, what the time is, and how long things, when you hear the crack, you push a button and say, okay, here's the first crack, and you can time that out and see how the temperature goes, the, mm. the rate of rise, is a whole lot of things in there, but um, uh, the, the the other part's the art, and it's just roasting coffee. Anyone can do it. You don't have to have a big roast to have your popcorn mm. popper and your roasting. We can talk about that one day.
0: Well, and I, just a side note. I saw this thing, and I think I tweeted it, but <laughs> there's a coffee roaster. looks like a popcorn popper. You can get it, and mm. you can. It's like, it's like a countertop appliance, hmm. and there's a little knob, and you set what roast you want. And then you pour the coffee in, and it does all the roasting for oh, you. Oh, right, yeah. I, I don't know how good it is. Oh but no, no.
1: That, we're, we're going to get another gonna, topic. No, but yeah, I decided uh, to throw that in there. This, but um, you don't have to get a popcorn popper. Although you need a certain type, but I'm not going to go there. But these days, you do have more variety of it's air roasting mainly. There's a few that do it like a drum, mm. but uh, there's a few good air. Ear... Well,
0: even Tim, our friend Tim, yes, did uh, he did he roasted in a bread maker? Yes. with a heat gun.
1: Oh, right, mate. Or you can go camping. Didn't we say talk about camping? I think we did it. popcorn popper? Pop yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you can do, do it If you want to make friends camping, yeah. start roasting that, coffee. That's a good idea. So... Sorry, yeah. We are talking about roasting coffee. So
0: you're talking about the art of it, almost like the feel of roasting it. The... What I
1: would suggest is you just got to dive in and roast it and make a few bad batches perhaps to start with. You've got to sarp roast it better. You can just give some trial and error because, as I said before, it's not so much about the colour because it's different to start with. Um... Swiss probably is the most different color of all the different styles of roasting. There was another one, but I didn't mention it. It's, they call it critical carbon dioxide. <laughs> Don't need to worry about that too much. But that's another process of carbon dioxide getting pressurized, so it moves from a, 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 a liquid to a gas or vice versa, and they take it in and out again. And voila! So
0: they, they feed, they start a bunch of cars, and they feed the exhaust pipes into a room or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You've got the basic idea. I mean, we're
1: talking about. I 3,500, uh, what do they call it, P-S-I-G, or something, pressure. PSI. PSI that's what I would call it. Whereas a tire pressure, what, that's 15.
0: Oh, well, if you've got a low tire, it's Oh, 15. low tire. Oh, sorry, <laughs> 35,
1: 35, sorry, I should say. Uh, and, a, the, yeah. and a basic compressor that goes up to 100 we're talking about 3,500
0: I hate to be standing next to that yeah but... no you wouldn't want to stand next to that so oh, yep. roasting it it's going to be a little bit different it's yep. kind of a little bit of trial and error because it's going to yes. react differently yep. to heat to mm-hmm. the, the, the amount of time it takes yep. also visually where you're looking at it in your trier is mm-hmm. going to be a whole new experience of just recalibrating almost to yes. what decaf coffee looks it like. It starts
1: a little more saying and therefore it goes a little darker. You don't get to see oil as much. You don't even hear the first crack, which in most coffees, you'll hear the first crack.
0: Mm. So if you, if you are going the second crack, and you hear a crack, that is the second crack. Probably you're at second crack,
1: which wow. therefore you rely on your thermal couple on your roaster more than by sight. Wow. And another thing you rely on is smell. Interesting. You can smell it. That changes. You can, you know, coffee does. You rely on all your, your senses for for coffee roasting.
0: Wow, that's uh, I'm amazed. Um, so kind of as we we wrap up the episode, we've gone through kind of the whole process. You you kind of alluded to it a couple times, but as we get it into the cup. Mm-hmm. Well, except for that Sumatra that apparently is the same, mm-hmm. but I'm sure there's others too. Cause it kind of sounds like what's happening in the industry at the moment is caffeinated coffee and decaffeinated coffee. Decaf is kind of catching up. It's mm-hmm. playing catch up, but it's catching up quickly mm-hmm. and we're, you know, you're more likely to find a quality decaf, mm-hmm. um, than you were mm-hmm. 10 years ago, five years ago. Um, so there's more of a, uh, a variety of quality decaf, mm-hmm. but generally speaking over decaf at the moment and this could change but what is what are are you going to expect that's lacking or that's different about a decaf coffee that's going to be there in the caffeinated version or is is there like a is there a significant thing that like is lacking from decaf like acidity or body or that's what you're saying yes yes or is it pretty much it it (sighs) just is
1: different nice thing is getting closer and that makes it a harder question for me which is good i mean things have changed uh as I said, my feeling right now, and it may be just a feeling, is the decaf because it goes through that extra processed, um, It's just adding some extra possibilities for it to not be as good as its ca- uh, caffeinated uh, counterpart. Mm. Uh, particularly if you, if I thought about it, we're probably talking more about uh, just some of the natural acidity in a coffee is possibly going to be more missing. In the, the decaffeinated process. Mm. So, you like a lot of acidity. It may not be there as much. I'm, I'm not saying that's a rule, but.
0: Uh, that's generally a feeling kind of for that. Yeah. Well, because you are tampering with are tampering the with it,
1: yeah. And whenever you start tampering with something, it's going to change it mm. no matter how good a job you do. And I think people are doing a great job now, which is wonderful news for a lot of people.
0: So, generally speaking, if I'm at a cafe and they say, hey, we have decaf, and I, what, what you know, can I, what do I, would it be appropriate to be like, hey, what process do you use? And based mm. on that kind of, okay, if it was Swiss, well, chances are at least that process was better. So I'm, I'm more likely to get a good decaf? Or is there any kind of indicator people can use? Mm. I mean, there's so many variables, yes. but at least the decaffeination process, what's right. a good indicator? I wouldn't think
1: so I wouldn't think about asking about the process so much. As I say, it's the in thing to do Swiss water process at the moment. Mm. Um, I don't think that's necessarily totally true. And it's not the whole picture. Probably I would a better question to ask for decaf. You mean to ask? You need to ask it for all coffee. But is when was this roasted? Mm. And I say that because a lot of decaf gets the hard end of the deal, um, and they just put it there. As I said, we only roast ten percent, so probably a cafe is only going to do ten percent at the most Mm. of their of their selling coffee is going to be decaf. So it gets sort of left in the hopper a little too long. If you look at it, it starts looking really oily. That's an indicator that it's probably a little older because decaffeinated coffee sometimes doesn't have a lot of oil. Mm-hmm. So where's that oil coming from? So I mean, it's just. Things and your
0: color, should you expect decaf coffee to look darker or lighter?
1: Sure <sighs> <sighs> there's probably a lot of people think differently on that. Typically, I would say people think it looks a little darker. It doesn't necessarily mean it's gone to the second crack, although some people like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's gonna definitely look a little darker than if it's in two hoppers. There's a uh, there's a you have the same coffee
0: next to next each You'll and, see yeah.
1: that they will look different. And that's not a bad thing to say. Oh, they're different. It's a good start. Mm-hmm. And ask if, I don't know, first time, usually if they're really good, they'd say, do you want to have a, a taste of it? You know, first time, we'll just give you one for free and you can taste it. You could taste it as a poro or guess what? You could taste it an espresso. Well, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, there's also that. There's so many ways to taste it and how does it react and all those different. Right. Ways. I think that might be another episode. Oh, mate. So how does have, You know, what... Yeah, what well, different brew styles affect it differently. But and, and what caffeine,
1: medically, is it good or bad? The jury oh, is still man. out. I think the jury's in on that. I think it's probably got more benefits than lacking. Mm. A low excess is always going to be a problem in everything.
0: Well, there's another episode caffeine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Goes oh. on. Goes on. There's a counterpart to this episode decaffeinated. And then we've got to do a caffeinated. Caffeinated. Holy oh, yeah. bit. So, general rule of thumb if you're in a cafe and you're wanting to get decaf or you're bold enough to try, you're going to look for coffee that's not oily, and that goes for that goes for regular coffee mm, as yeah, well. Yeah, it's but true. But with decaf, especially if you see oil, steer clear. Here's a tip. Yeah. Whether, either one, you could ask, could
1: you just grind a little bit of that one, a little bit of that one, just put it in a cup? Because that's not going to cost them anything. And just smell it.
0: Oh, there you go. There you go. And if it's got no smell, you know it's probably old. Brilliant. So have them grind a little bit if they will. Yes. And otherwise, look at the oils. It 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 is okay if it looks a little bit darker. That may be just mm-hmm. part of that process, and 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 should be okay. I mean, and yeah. give it a try. Give it yeah. a shot. There's that's no. That's it, for a
1: shot because then they don't have to do any milk or anything. It's quick right yeah. for them, and you've just had two shots of coffee. Nice.
0: Or almost if, yeah. Or if one shot because one's if, been decaffeinated. Yeah. If someone else if someone else has a coffee and there's some left over. I mean, there's so many ways mm-hmm. to try it. Mm-hmm. But uh,
1: the good news is that you're, it's not such trial and error as ten years ago. It, mm. I think people realize, particularly cafes now realize that you can get good decaffeinated coffee, and there's some really good reasons to have decaffeinated coffee. Your doctor says you probably should listen to the doctor.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. No, I I agree.
1: But you don't have to go off coffee completely. You can still get good stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like that's a good synopsis of kind of touching the <coughs> the bases there. So yeah. Try it. I think that's the biggest thing. The more people that try it, the more Mm -hmm. uh, interest, the more popularity it has, the the better it's going to get. I mean, that's really kind of where the more demand there is for Mm -hmm. it, the more farmers are going to be able to get money for that and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So go have a decaf coffee. Mm -hmm. Try it out. If you don't like decaf, have it really late at night. Go to find a coffee shop that's open super late. Then you don't have to feel like bad about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and as and oh, you still awake after that you realize
1: it was the chocolate it wasn't the coffee or the barista lied to you oh, <laughs>
0: I've heard of stories about that <laughs> if the coffee looks the same oh, question yeah 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 um, but yeah so as always feel free to check us out at beanstuff.com you'll always have the latest episode to play there uh, as well as links to everywhere you can find us if you're listening to this podcast, obviously you found it um, but if you want to share it, that's super awesome. If you have any ideas for episodes you'd love to hear stuff about tweet us at beanstuff... stuff unders- or I'm sorry at bean sc- <laughs> I can't talk to today that's true at bean underscore <coughs> stuff um, on Twitter mm-hmm. and then at bean stuff on facebook we're also on instagram at bean underscore stuff my um we're we're hitting it all up <laughs> um but let us know and also hit us up on anchor you can leave us messages uh through the anchor app which is super cool um a shout out to anchor there's mm-hmm. a guy brian there that's been helping me out he is awesome mm-hmm. and we're good. not paid by anchor but good it's uh super cool so there's all those things so feel free to get involved and uh Tune in next week. We plan to be doing this episode so that it releases every Friday. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a good day to mm-hmm. that's yeah. a good day to listen to sure. coffee stuff. Yeah. So Fridays plan on listening to Bean Stuff. Thanks for listening.